Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Buzzers, we are so excited to talk to you about the highly anticipated Arrow Season 5 premiere, which is brought to you by Rush Quarter. Now, this is a brand new series. It is directed by top action film directors of Corridor Digital, and it's a story all about soldiers fighting against the odds in a torn nation. Now, you can watch the first few episodes for free. All you have to do is go to the app. It's go 90 or the website www.go90.com. Now, this also stars Lou Ferrigno Jr. and Stephen Ogg from Grand Fifth Auto 5 and The Walking Dead. So, super exciting. But, speaking of exciting, let's just talk about Legacy right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Take me to church, Guys, the you buzz is beginning. You can clearly tell that I don't know the words, but I love this song so much, and it is so appropriate for tonight's episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Arrow After Show here on After Buzz TV, just for you. We are so excited to be back. I'm Ellie Kona Bradford. Be sure you come, you co-host right along with us. All you have to do is join the hashtag, hashtag ABTV Arrow. We'll read your comments, but in the meantime, follow me at Boys and Beauty 01 and these fantastic people over here. I'm a fantastic person. You are. Oh, I feel so validated. Hi, I am Lex Michael. All of our social media at the Lex Michael. I'm excited. It feels like forever since we've done this. I know. So happy. Hey, and I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And I'm filling in for Katie Cullen tonight. I'm Lucretia Lyons, so you guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And don't worry about the makeup. I'm just really upset that Malcolm wasn't in this episode. Oh, I just thought mm-hmm. you were doing like a crow situation. It's actually Alice Cooper. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, he's a 70s rocker yeah. and he was in both Freddie and Jason and I did a little talk on them, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. Well, high five across the table. Woo. Okay, so anyways, yay for our sound effects but anyway the first thing speaking of effects that i want to talk about is the fighting in this season every season they got to bring it up a notch and of course it was fantastic the choreography go bam bam but i feel like the effects is it just me or do the effects get super duper amazing this episode i was not prepared for oliver to swing from a helicopter (laughs) and then free fall and then fire a parachute arrow and then swoop to safety that's a far more that's comic booky on a scale that we get from the Flash and we get from Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl, but it's it's way comic bookier than what we normally get from Arrow. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I, I was real yeah. happy. Oh good. I thought you were gonna say no and I was gonna be mad at you. No, it felt like it felt like Batman Forever. And then he it did, it totally <laughs> felt like Batman Forever. And then he fell out of the helicopter. I'm like, where's this going? And of course he's got 
he's got his parachute because yeah. he probably was like, well, you know, it's the first week of October. This is about the time every year where someone shows up who might want to push me out of a helicopter. Better grab my parachutes. And he stocks up. It was great. And yeah. James Bamford did direct it, so we knew there was going to be a lot of, of fun stunts. Well, yeah. you know, and the thing is, is you can totally tell because you know how the fight will go slow and then pick up almost Matrix style, and then there were some shots where the camera was coming up into, I say sparkles, I like sparkles, <laughs> but it was the... Yeah, it was, there were sparks. Things. Yeah, the sparks, yes. thank you. And the camera swooped down and swooped up, and I was like, this is so good. So, yeah, yeah, I just had to start the conversation with all the amazingness. Oh, no, I agree. Just even that first fight against Anarchy, where they go from the top level to the bottom, breaking through yes, the floor. Yes, That was bananas. Yeah. As a viewer, I feel like I've seen so much, and I feel a little bit jaded. I think, I always assume going in that I'm not going to be surprised by anything I see. Mm-hmm. And that moment where they crash through the floor and the camera drops with them, I had to also pick up my jaw. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. When you have a show that's so super-duper heavy on fighting, how do you keep it exciting? How do you keep it fresh and brand new so it's not the same fight over and over again? And they do such a phenomenal job of keeping it fresh. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right, so let's actually talk about the story. So we got Mayor Oliver versus Green Arrow. Oliver, trying to just balance it all. Having a little bit of an issue, guys. Politics is very time-consuming, as it turns out. You know... <laughs> And, yeah. and apparently you can just binge watch the West Wing and do it, all right? So yeah. we could Paul all run Harris. for office, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. It's an educational <laughs> show, all right? And um, a wonderful show. Okay. Well, you know, here's the thing that caught me. So you have, I was going to say Felicity, wow, Thea, who's like Miss Publicist PR all of a sudden, and, you know, she brings up a point about how Oliver originally wanted to become mayor to help save the city, but because he's got this conflict of being the Green Arrow, now he's all of a sudden using his position as the inside man to get one up on the bad guys and it's like well morally is that okay is it not okay what do you do in that position I mean ethics are (laughs) important right I really don't mind him killing people. Like I like that in the in the first season. I was just like, all right, someone who's just like kicking ass and taking names, but all the way to church. Um, I'm I'm sad that he's not more mayoral. Like I I I feel like him being super Green Arrow oriented makes makes me like yeah it does bring us back to like the first season. Whereas I wanted to see him try to actually balance the two and and be like I want to be a good mayor because you know it's it's an evolution of my character. Right, but at the same time, you also have this guy who originally entered the race with this fantastic squad, if you will, and now... Hashtag squad. Hashtag squad, it's dispersed, and so you've got him and you've got Thea, and Thea's not going to be out on the on the scene, if you will, with him. She's the person who's the intellect, who's, not that he's not intelligent, but you know what I mean? She's running things behind the scenes. So that's one man on the street. Right. And he's trying to do all these things against all these people just by himself. So, I mean, that's a lot to handle, not just physically, but mentally as well. And you see, too, he's he's developed a bit of a reputation as a do-nothing mayor, and I really, one of <laughs> these touches that I really, really enjoyed from this episode was that in the press, he is referred to as Mayor Handsome, which I just, <laughs> is so cute. It's so Spin City. And not so, only, <laughs> we'll say not yeah. only is he Mayor Handsome, but is he handling a blonde or a redhead? Actually, it's a brunette. Uh, by the name of Anarchy. Oops. And some of the people in the hash were actually saying, why did they bring Anarchy back? 
back, and then someone else said it was Thea's Joker. I really liked that analogy because, you know, they do have this sort of symbiotic relationship as to, you know, where he fits in with her evolution. So I can see that. She's evolved and de-evolved to me all at the same time, right? Because she's evolved in the sense where she found this normal life and she doesn't want to let it go because she wants to be the non-killer version of herself, the non manic version of herself but at the same time too the devolve comes to the fact that why wouldn't you yeah it's not exactly the greatest part of the job but the whole picture is you're helping save the city and at one point your own brother gets kidnapped you're telling me you're gonna be a little hesitant about putting on the red suit when his life might be in danger ish the timing of that wasn't really the best because, of course, she's got to then go and get her hands a little bit more dirty than she would like. And, of course, that just happens to be the evening where Oliver has to snap a dude's neck to protect his secret identity, which, of course, just hits every trigger that Thea has. It yeah. did not it did not work out properly. But I thought that was an amazing scene. I actually liked it. You know, I understand his, the psychological, excuse me, psychology behind where he's coming from as far as he's always beating himself up for something and of course for Laurel's death and his do-nothing approach his take the higher road approach got him nowhere in his eyes you know so I totally understand it I I, I, like I said enjoyed the scene a lot because you got this cop who is really high on his mighty like I'm untouchable what what now let me take (laughs) off the badge I'm about to give you one (laughs) and instead he just gets one of his own Bam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, circling back to Thea a little bit in that, like, we see how addictive being a vigilante is. And it's, it's, I understand, so you understand why she doesn't want to go back into it because essentially it's a slippery slope and we see that Oliver can never, like, escape it. And so he's, he started out trying to do something good and then ended up just going back into the vigilante drug or whatever. And so, like, uh, I just there's there's so much that they're dealing with between the two of them that like I, I'm glad that she decided never to be a vigilante again. Yeah, but here's the thing though: she keeps on bringing up the fact that Laurel would, Laurel would do this or Laurel wouldn't do that or Laurel would want this. Okay, fine. Laurel may not be okay with you killing people, but do you really think Laurel would be okay with you just hanging up your hood and being like, "I'm done." Probably not, because she would never do that. Yeah, and that was, you know, her confession, basically, was let the canary live on. She obviously wants this. That's why, you know, it was interesting to see Thea mention that when she's doing what Laura wouldn't want to do. And to me, to your point, is, you know, Thea already has an addicting personality. She's had problems with drugs, so I get her reservation, and I like that they're kind of tying that in. But when is the point, you know... That she comes back because we know she is speedy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the addiction thing that I think really gets to the heart of it because we've seen no matter how much Oliver knows that this is what he has to be doing, we've seen him walk away at least one time. He can, if he decides to, put down the bow and the arrows and and leave. He is committed to it, but he's not an addict in the way that Thea is an addict. And we talk about, uh, tonight even, uh, Quentin was talking about how an alcoholic needs a reason not to drink. Thea needs something that can get her away from that violence, and when she's away from it, I think it is probably far, far healthier for her, for the way she responds to living that life that maybe she doesn't, you know, kill any more people. Yeah. You know what, really quick though, I want to take a moment, I told everybody to come co-host with us, I want to make sure that we get a chance to read some of the things that you guys are talking about in the hashtag. So first of all, hello to everybody, hello Stormy Woods, hello Ivan Soto, we have East Blue Drew, 
Yeah. Some of y'all are brand yeah. new. Hello, Hello. Thank you. Don't mind my terrible brand accent. New East Blue Drew. Um, I have no idea. There's the, like they're, they're going so quickly. Boo sixty nine bees is back. No, yeah. it's Boo yeah. But it spells Boo. Yes. It spells Boo sixty nine bees. I could be saying it wrong, but I'm always like, "What up, Boo's?" All right, but Allison, hello, sir. He's David been with Bear. us from the beginning. So Love hey, Brian hey. Oh. <laughs> probably cuz or something. I don't know. Uh, Oliver is addicted to killing. Yes, Ivan. I saw you say that earlier. Mm-hmm. And perhaps he is. <laughs> Can I be a part of Killers Anonymous, please? <laughs> I just want to do good and quit killing people, hall. right? Anyway, <clears throat> so yes, uh, Vishnu Banna. Hello, D B Z Kings O two. I'm always scratching my head, wondering how these. Whoa, John, okay. John Lickenberger, Tony yeah. Roberts. Yeah, you guys yeah. are tweeting yeah. so fast. That's I know. so I'm amazing. Like, I'm well, I can't even keep up. The screen is just going There's and going so and going. So hi, hi. Oh my God, so many highs. Hello, hello, hello. And I've got sidetracked. So thank you for joining us. And let's keep talking about the show because I went way off the topic. <laughs> All right, where were we? Uh, killing, probably not great. Oh, let's talk about Mr. Tobias <laughs> Church. Um, yeah. I love the fact that Oliver called him out and was like, I think you're dumb. <laughs> just really intentionally just jabbing at him, yeah. Yeah, I had right. to give Ollie yeah. that burn. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> He's a little tied up right now. How do you know? Are you friends? Mm, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, say that. I got my inside. I got my inside sources. You know what I'm saying? Also, uh, so since we're going to talk about Tobias Church, worth bringing up, normally I'm the guy on this show who's like, this character was created in this year by these people in this book. That will not happen in this case because Tobias <laughs> Church is not a character from the comics. After all of our Googling and the research. Interesting. And I, I was unfamiliar with the name and I went, well, maybe this was just uh, a super, like, like Damien Dark. Damien Dark showed up in a handful of issues, very small number. We're talking one or two issues of comics years and years ago. So, yes, he did exist, but they basically had a clean slate. I thought maybe it was a situation like that. In fact far as I know, there is no Tobias Church in the source material, so they are literally working from scratch now. They heard the song, Take Me to Church <laughs> That's all I know. Um, but now I'm going to sing it for the rest of the evening, I promise you. Anyway, uh, one of the things that Tobias has says, though, because you know, you, you hear a little bit of his where he's going with everything, and he's like, you know, I gotta get the biggest dog in the yard, and who's mm-hmm. the biggest dog? Well, it's the air. We gonna take him down. <laughs> I don't know why he got an accent. Yeah. If this is does. not a regular yeah. feature on the after show this season, I'm gonna be very disappointed. I'm probably gonna offend anybody, anybody, a lot of people. But hey, I can do that. I'm from Cary, North Carolina. So, uh... <laughs> so because because you are delivering these lines in this way, I do. I want to talk to all of you guys about Chad L. Coleman and the performance he's giving because it is so. Over the top and ridiculous and scenery chewing and oh man, so far I love it so much. It's so good. I love it so much. And to me, the scene with the bat doing duck, duck, goose, I was like, that is so on the nose. I think we looked at each other and like their cadet um, uh, TTK, I think in the chat, it mentioned it like, does anyone think that's from The Walking Dead? It's like, it is almost exactly like the Negan scene. Yes. Brilliant, guys. In case there is anyone who isn't aware, Chad Mm -hmm. Coleman was previously a series regular on The Walking Dead, and of course, going back, he was on The Wire before that. And you love The Wire. So, okay, really quick. (laughs) Ivan Soto was saying something, and it was directed towards you, Lex, but but there's so many things going on in the chat that it, like, went in, and it zipped up so quickly. I've got it right here. Uh, Prometheum, either, Lex. His name is from the comics, but not the character. Which is, I'm glad that they are able to 
or that they don't feel constrained by the source mm-hmm. material and that they're willing to just create a significant character from whole cloth because you look you've got the better part of a hundred years of comic book stories to pull from yeah but you've also got a rabid fan base that's very familiar with those stories if you're only telling those stories it's going to get harder and harder to surprise the fans but if you create somebody that's totally new i can't peg where this guy's going mm-hmm. right so, really quick, Tony Roberts says that, uh, no, wait, it was somebody else right below. Kelvin Lang, Tobias is such a racist name. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Wait. Go ahead, yeah. Is it? Me? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Right. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was funny, because my name is Lucretia, and I'm obviously white, so I'm Nuh-uh. not, I'm like, um, Tobias, a racist name, really? <laughs> <laughs> Like guys, it's Lucretia Lyon. I'm the blackest name ever. We, you know. Did you ever talk to your mom about that? Been like, what, what was the? My dad named me after Lucretia Borgia, the first female serial killer. So the actual story's worse. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. That and the fact that, that you were read the Killing Joke to go to sleep at night as a yeah. child might be my two favorite pieces of trivia about you. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Now you see why I have Alice Cooper makeup, I guess. Oh, wow. <laughs> So, Curtis! Let's talk about Curtis! He's happy! I'm so glad Curtis is back, and I'm so glad he's He's still happy. He's series regular now. Woohoo! Yeah, okay, so, first of all, we got the little attack action. We didn't get to see the attack action. He has some bumps and bruises, but I'm really curious of what he's capable of since he is, what is he, not a jizzer, what is it called? A what? (laughs) Jizzer? Jizzer! Episode jizzer! He throws a... A javeler? No, remember that episode entitled Schism, and I called it Jism, and it's because he is a Olympic. Yeah, he does. He does javelin. It's a family network. (laughs) Are you talking about shot put? No, there was shot put or javelin. Never mind, he's a triathlete. I don't know. Okay. He throws, he throws, throws things. Yes, he throws. Regardless, he is an athlete, damn it. And I want to see some athletic action by Curtis, okay? And I know that next episode that he's obviously going to audition to be a part of the team. So, I really want to see what happens. Well, and we know they're setting him up to, to finally fully take on the mantle of Mr. Terrific. Or we assume strongly that that's what they're doing. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. laughing. I mean... Why are you laughing at me? Luscious Sorry. lions, illegitimate. Yeah, illegitimate. luscious lions, illegitimate white child. Because they said I should be on Empire, and oh. then they're really surprised that I'm white. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, John Lichtenberger <laughs> says. John Lichtenberger says the Killing Joke is a great children's book. Lol, J.K., which I demand be printed on the cover of every new edition of the Killing Joke <laughs> yes. from now until the end of time. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so right, um, Curtis. Oh, uh, yeah, that was pretty much my my thing on Curtis. And also, when I think of Curtis, I think of Felicity. And Felicity is now pushing this whole situation of you need to live in reality, bro. You're in denial, and we know that it's been five months, as they stated. A lot has happened in five months. And did anybody else? Because we were having this conversation after the show. I, for whatever reason, in my mind, seem to think that the new boo thing for Felicity is somebody who was in the police department earlier in the episode, wandering around, talking. Yeah, maybe can anyone in the live chat confirm or deny this for sure? Because I feel like I missed that completely. Yeah, Yeah. his, I looked it up here on TV line that gave his actual character name, if it'll come up here. How dare you move on and it's only been five months and you were engaged. What show do you think you're on? This show isn't called Random Guy You Met During the Season Break. How dare you? Throw the ring off and you're single (laughs) lady, are you? That would be an ABC show. (laughs) I'm 
very disappointed that it wasn't Sidney Palmer because I was hoping we would see him, and I loved Ray and Felicity, so I was like, "Come on, let's make it Sidney Palmer, so I can have more Brandon Ruth." And that didn't happen. Didn't Ralph, happen. Sorry, be great. No. no, it was just some random dude. Yeah, no. and the most plain-looking dude in the world. But psychologically, maybe she's just going for. A Far opposite of what she's dealt with. <laughs> Badass, hot, sexy, abs, athlete, arrow. Oh, poor Tyler Ritter. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, somewhere Tyler Ritter is sitting in front of his laptop watching this live going, well, screw you. <laughs> Tyler, I only saw you for 2.2 seconds and your shirt was on, so I really can't judge you yet. Yeah. Okay? So, your hair anyway. was plain. That's where I'm getting my judgment from. <laughs> Has nothing to do with your abs or lack Regardless, of regardless, we see him do the, oh you know, hey babe, you're home, let me massage you. <sighs> and the way she grabbed his hand, it was so uneventful. I don't even know how to say it. It was just like, Okay, <laughs> this is safe and comfortable. When I grab Don't hands, even, it goes off. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it's gotten to a point where you're in the house before she gets in the house, you have a key. If you've gotten to the point in a relationship where you gave a man a key and it's been five months since you've broken up with your fiance, you can't even tell your fiance that you've moved on that far, Felicity, I'm done. I think they live together. I'm even more done. So okay, and so, there is flashpoint, so, right? So because yeah. because a lot of people are bringing it up no. in the chat, maybe they broke up five months. Ago. Ta- there's a lot of things that are specifically referenced that happened as we we saw them happen last season. But we also know if we're watching all of the DC CW shows. Uh, yesterday, Barry Allen ruined time again mm-hmm. for, like, what? This has got to be, like, job. the sixth time or yeah. so. Yeah. And we know that it's not going to affect the entirety of the season of Arrow, but they've talked a bit about how there will be some effects from Barry screwing with the timeline. I'm wondering, maybe Felicity's new love interest is Barry Allen's fault. <laughs> maybe. But here's the thing, though. When you have the conversation with Diggle via Skype, so cute. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Diggle says to him about moving on, because obviously he gave him the answer he didn't want, which was, yes, build a new team without me. He mentions Felicity, right? And and being in denial of Felicity. And that's when we have the shot cut away to her and the new boo. And there was a point of me bringing this <laughs> up, which is I have absolutely no idea. Dang. Nubu is the unkillable ninja villain on Daredevil, right? Yes. yes. Nubu. Mm-hmm. Nubu. Nubu. Okay, that's yeah. Thea's place. You're right. Yeah. When you think about it. It is Ruthless Lieutenant. Wow. Ruthless Lieutenant. Look at these yeah. names. And I'm just Can like, the, all the chat roll is like killing my, my bandwidth, apparently. It's oh. like, I don't want to open up that thing. Apparently. I don't, so I'm it's really detective something, and you were right. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I, I was just like, it's detective something. So you know, okay. Yeah, I was like, that oh, works. okay, okay, yeah. cool. So he it's was just... somebody in the in the police quarters. Um, gosh, doggy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it's just time for me to move on and let it go. Let, let it go. go. Let the... it go. Okay. I love how we did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for now, it does seem like the Elicity ship has has sailed. Some? If you will. <laughs> It has it straight got a hole in the bottom and it went to the bottom. But here's the thing, right? There is such a vocal fan base specifically for that relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, more so than any other element of this show, maybe. That element has such a vocal fan base. I imagine the ship will return to harbor at some point. <sighs> I know. I ship Oliver and Antoli. Anatoly, oh, yeah. So I love him. So are we in agreement that this is probably a reference to Anatoly uh, Kaisnarev, Kai, Kai the KG Beast? 
Right. Yes, because you know he was in Batman vs Superman too. Nyazev, that's know, what it is. Yeah. Anatoly Nyazev. Yeah. My assumption, whenever there's a Russian character in a DC property <laughs> named Anatoly, it's a KGB reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do hate that he mentioned Constantine. It was the wrong one, but it's like you still, know, it's, it's too like that just breaks my heart because well, so every time the Constantine in question is Kovar. We finally mm-hmm. get a little bit more information about who this Kovar person is that he's going after. Constantine Kovar in the comics is the father of Leonard Kovar, who also goes by Starfire and or Red Star, I believe, depending on which era you're reading. But he's a little bit like Firestorm, only Mm. super duper Russian. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Well, at least, you know, I will say once the flashback started and I was like, oh, bravada. Oh, finally, we are finally getting Russia after so, so long. And really quick question, because, you know, they like to tie in the flashback with the current situation. And there was the zip tie thing, right? And so obviously he's tied up and you see Anatoly do whatever he does behind his back. And he's like, oh, eat, ah, oh, mm. And then, whatever. Then we go to the current time (laughs) with the cop, and he's like, oh, look at me. I don't have any zippies. What did he do in the flashback? Outside of hurt him, how did... What? He broke his thumbs, and that's how you get out of that. Yeah. (laughs) Because it makes it like a... When your bones are no longer rigid, you can fit the hand through... Yeah. Yeah. Wait, then. If that is the case... And it goes to current situation where he goes and he fights the cop. Did he break his thumbs? Because if so, where were what, like in no after effect? How did he get out of him that time? Yeah, he he. And, uh, or unless and you dislocate him and you put him back. Yeah, yeah, that's what he did. Oh, you guys said broke. Broke is no. like it's Fine. broken. It's he, done. Yeah. I need a cast. <laughs> dislocated temporarily. His thumbs. thumbs. And Got then it. they they cut the ten minutes of Oliver sitting on the stoop, going like. Ugh. Ow! Okay. Okay. All right. Ugh. All right. Let's fight. Oh, hang on. Okay. Now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, Thanks that's, for answering that's, that. Oh, and yeah. I love you, Ivan Soto. Sorry to interrupt because you said "Broken Thumbs" is a Chuck reference, and it is. Casey has to teach Morgan how to do that. And um, who's Chuck? Um, Chuck was one of the. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you just opened up a big thing for Lucretia. But Chuck was a wonderful TV series starring Zachary Levi, um, Yvonne okay. Stravowski, and Adam Baldwin. Uh, about uh, a nerd uh, who works at the Buy More who gets uh, CIA secrets in his head. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well, anyways. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I was like, sorry, that that I was like, badass. got way too excited about that. Uh, let's see what else. Comic book logic. I'll break you. So I'll yeah. break you. I think the I'll break you. I'm seeing a lot of references to references. Nope, taking that again. I'm seeing a lot of reference-i to, <laughs> to the fact that we are getting Dolph Lundgren in what I believe is a decent-sized supporting role this season. Yes. Dolph Lundgren may be most famous for playing the Russian villain Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. And mm-hmm. he was the first Punisher. He was indeed the original film Punisher. Yes. Yes. Mm. I love how oh, see, we all just see, moved on. But. East Blue Drew even said, <laughs> who's Chuck? Lol, who Chuck? Season, I know. Okay, well, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Chuck was the best. first says, hashtag. how have you not seen Chuck? All right, you guys are my people. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, lol, who Chuck? Oh, who yeah. says that? <laughs> Oh, Oliver should have be on an episode of Jackass. Christopher <laughs> MC? I'm guessing that's what that means. Anyways, all right. All right. So, I want to talk a little bit it's about like the... Christopher MC. Statue. <laughs> we get a lot oh! of comments in here that say how horrible it looks. Yes! Uh, they were so many disappointed. Yeah. They, well, here you go. You got this big inspirational speech, right? First of all, Detective Lance went back to drinking... 
very disappointed in him. He shows up, gets emotional. I love it. I love him. I love Paul. I think he's a fantastic actor, so I always love watching him. But either way, when Oliver's giving the speech, and the canary, and the canary, and they do the reveal, and it's like, from toes, to the shoulders, all the way to the neck, to the... That doesn't look like her face. Yeah, and I love how she has a billy club, or you know, instead yeah. of like her actual stick, and it's like holding it really awkward. It's like seriously. Am I the only and one who thought the statue looked like a chocolate bunny? I thought <laughs> it, it strong it to made me. You hungry? It strongly resembled Easter candy, like specifically Easter candy. <laughs> that and her mouth looked super weird. Though I mean, I feel like it is hard to kind of have a statue that looks. Cool. You, you can, know? hey, and it is 2016 and there's some pretty advanced technology. You can take a mold. Yes. And the Sydney Palmer statue in Legends and, was pretty cool. And, I mean, if you really want to keep it real, and we're not, we're going outside of the realm of the TV show, I don't know if they purposely made her very Christopher Columbus or not, <laughs> but here's the thing. They could have easily made a mold, just like they do when they do special effects, of her head and used that and made her have a face that somewhat resembled Laurel Lance. Right, but then you have to imagine that they took her dead body, (laughs) put it in... I said outside the realm of the show, okay? I know, but then we'd be having that conversation. We'd be like, what did they do? Put her face in good clay and then make a mold? How weird. Because that's how we talk. No, no, no. That's how you talk, boo-boo. Oh, dear. Um, It's not, not, um, like, look, it's not, you know that infamously frightening-looking Lucille Ball statue? It's not that egregious but it's definitely unsettling like her face is very blank it's not even the fact that she doesn't look exactly like katie cassidy it's this blank like nothingness in the chocolate looking eyes right yeah do you guys somebody, think, oh somebody asked if she had the canary cry necklace on i didn't see it but i wasn't paying attention yeah i didn't notice that because i was too focused on the fact that her stick was too clearly wrong and short was it and, too short well, okay that's just getting dirty um Oh my god, oh my god, look how fast those comments are coming up. Yes, I know, that's what crashed my computer. Oh my god, you guys are so amazing. Uh, I'm uh, so excited right now that so many of you are. Tony Roberts says, Weekend at Black Canaries. Tony Roberts, take my money. Take all my money. Please go make that into a two hour feature, and I will pay you to view it. That needs to be a thing. Um, but do you guys think that maybe her face was wasn't too specific to Laurel Lance in in that and that was uh, on purpose? Because she wanted there to be more Ain't than one. Ain't nobody else know that, though. Mm-hmm. Ain't well, nobody in the statue world but, knew yes, that. But, Only Oliver knew well, that. Yes, <laughs> but Oliver had world. the statue made. Secret promise, okay? It was a secret promise, and according to the world, he was paying homage right. to Laurel Lance. Right. Not the canary, Laurel Lance, or Laurel Lance the canary. Yeah, and and Ivan Soto points out Laurel never even had a stick. It was Sarah that used the stick, no. and it was like, okay, so what is? Yeah, what was the point? Well, you know, yeah. all no. those bashes to the head. No, no. I think Oliver's a little maybe forgetful. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, Laurel had the billy clubs, and mm-hmm. Sarah had the oh. bow yeah. staff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it was like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm still stuck on all the people. I'm still stuck on all the people in Statue World. I don't want to go to Statue World, but I want there to be one because it sounds like a really frightening place that every moment I spend away from, I can feel a little bit more comfort. Like the clowns Mm. invading LA. Yes, apparently there's a clown invasion, guys. That's everywhere in the U.S. Like they're just popping up. Like yeah, they first started like uh, in South Carolina and Georgia. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently they're really creepy. No, but are they hurting people? Yeah, I mean, oh. I, apparently they are committing crimes dressed like clowns. So apparently we need to dress like the Green Arrow. So uh, yeah, this season on Arrow, clown invasion. I already got makeup on, guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give me a hood. All right. Now, I want to see what y'all are talking about. Something about boobs. Somebody, okay. Somebody and the boobs were wrong. Statue. the statue. Were you really focusing on her yeah. boobs? Come on now. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Casey Jones. <laughs> yes. Uh, also known as Wild, Wild Dog. Dog. Oh, that's Casey Jones. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is yeah, there is a connection. You have. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> there is a he and Oliver Queen did get to have his I'm not wearing hockey pads moment yeah. tonight, yeah. which I liked. I don't know that it was necessary that he shoot this boy through the leg. <laughs> Make yeah. sure to elevate it. What? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I oh. feel like you could have made your point without shooting Maybe an arrow. Maybe you don't want him to chase after him. <laughs> that was a surefire way to make sure this kid sat still and didn't himself hurt anymore. That's that's fair. That is fair. And we know because we know we've seen the promos and we've read about what's coming this season. We know that Wild Dog heals just fine and that wound is not going to get infected and he's not going to die. Oliver doesn't know that. Mm. Why'd he shoot that boy? Yeah, this kid may not have insurance. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. What's he going to do? And, you know, the hockey stuff was not just the Casey Jones reference. It's because Stephen Amell is Canadian. He's a big Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Oliver shot Roy. Yeah, I love hockey stuff. Where is Roy? Roy is coming back. We know he's coming back. He is. I don't know where he's at right now. Yeah. Taking a nap. He's on a vision quest. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. For yeah. And then he'll come back and make uh, the, uh, you know, be a vigilante Aww, again. Oh, Ryan Craig. <laughs> that was a dick move. By <laughs> I love that. I was oh, anyways, that was a lot of fun. Okay, so anything else that I skipped over? Because I do have some fun news and gossip. Just curious. Did I miss anything? That's most of the big stuff. Yeah, I did finally get this to come back up. Detective Billy Malone is Tyler yes. Ritter's character name. Billy, yeah. Billy Malone. Malone. I want someone yeah. to call him Matches, and when it doesn't happen, I will be sad. <laughs> yes. Prepare so, for So, last question before we get into news and gossip. Do you guys think that Tobias is going to be the entire season's big bad because we did see the contrast between Oliver giving his speech about his new little cop buddies and how they're going to continue with the anti-crime initiative and then on the opposite end you have Tobias with his team of bad people we must come together under one leadership me so is he the the question is is he the big bad for the rest of season five as a rule, like, the first three seasons, they didn't show the Big Bad in, the, in uh, the first couple episodes. But, say, like, last season with Damien Dark, that wasn't true. So, it's kind of hard to follow along with that. But I would, being he's not, you know, magical or, su- you know, super villainy in any way, he's just, like, a badass. I see that this is sort of, like, you know, not necessarily a red herring, but it, it'll kind of fizzle out. And then we'll get something, you know, else coming on. Because we've got Dolph Lundgren, they're, you know, predicting that he's Corvo. I know in the chat they were talking about maybe he's Kovar, which would make a lot of sense. Yeah. 
it's possible and there have been i mean there have been a number of shows and i will not i will not name names because to do so would be would be very spoilerish there have been a number of shows not just one where the character set up to be the villain at the onset of the season turns out not to be the villain ultimately by the time you get to the end so we could see the same thing happen here i am hoping that's not the case if only because i just want chad l coleman to do whatever it is he was doing in this episode every week forever just oh, yeah. for the rest of time <clears throat> i would like that but also they've talked about too they spent a lot of time in season four diverting from their story to do things like set up legends of tomorrow for example and take a lot of the action away from the very grounded street level aesthetic of the first couple of seasons and i know that the the team creating the show have talked extensively about wanting this season to be a very back to basics type season so the fact that so far tobias church is not a, a magical potentially world-ending villain I don't necessarily think that makes him a potential red herring. That's so far in line with everything everything they've been telling us. But then one could argue that maybe that makes him even more of a likely red herring. Excuse yeah. me. Really Perhaps. quick, I want to make sure I say hi to uh, Billy Jean Girl because I haven't seen her in the chat, but she's been so awesome at tweeting at me. I just didn't see my phone, so thank you so much. And the rest of you, tweet me too. Okay, yeah. and they keep uh, referencing the Bloodhaven mention is a reference to Nightwing, yes. who, if only, could come my world to be complete because I love Dick Grayson as Nightwing. But I feel like it's a teaser, just like Hal Jordan. Well, my assumption, too, is that the Nightwing TV rights would probably be wrapped up with the Batman rights, which are for TVs over at Fox. Yes. Although I could be mistaken, because apparently there was a chance, I don't think it's going to happen, but there's a chance that Batwoman could have shown up on Supergirl, so maybe it's certain Batman characters and not others. They referenced Gotham City in the uh, first episode of Supergirl, is what I've seen from the teaser trailer, and people keep mentioning it, so, and Fox is known to work well with other networks. So, and being that CW is owned by Warner Brothers, you know, there could be the, the potential that they could have that property as well. Um, come over being that it's the major one. Yeah. Well, the deal that Warner's made with Fox, right, was so that we could mm-hmm. finally get the, the 66 Batman show out, right? Because Fox owned that series. So once Warner secured the rights to put out the DVDs, the Blu-rays, the merchandise, part of that deal, I believe, was that Fox retains the television rights to Batman in perpetuity, et cetera, et cetera, legally. Uh, but no more Batman. Mm-hmm. We are talking about Arrow. Um, yes. I just wanted to point yeah. out from the chat that Billie Jean Girl is Boo 69B's. Oh, yes. Girl, I didn't know that. What a twist. Why is it on my phone it shows up as one thing and in the chat it shows up as something else? Or are well, you two timing me? You can have a different handle name, than you yeah. can have from your, uh, your what is it called? Billie like, Jean email. Girl, why are you boobies? <laughs> Dirty no, girl. Boo 69B's. Yeah. Whatever, there's boobies and there's a 69 in there. I mean, come on. And Ivan Soto is telling us Promethea is supposed to be the big bad. Uh, so, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Who's who's playing Prometheus again? Yo, uh, no say. But what I, I do say is that we have news and gossip, so let's get into it. Yeah. You liked that, didn't you? All right, so my first video is Stephen Amell. We know that he's been training for season five and so inspiring, not even to me as a female who likes hot, sexy, fit men. I like fitness, too. And, yeah, uh, that's all I got to say. Let's just watch him. He's Mm -hmm. more entertaining than I am. An exercise that I thought of in the shower at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning after a night with no sleep. And we're going to call it the, the double nickel. It involves dips in muscle ups, I think that the perfect iteration of it would be five dips 
and excuse me, five muscle ups and fifty. Regardless, we don't even hear. Beard hair can be as strong. Whoa. <laughs> we have beard no. hair. Beard hair can be as strong as <laughs> copper wire, you guys. Whoa. <laughs> this is why you tune in to ABTV yeah. Arrow. Anyways, we got that little explanation. I gave a, a time cue. Let's skip ahead. So I, I just thought it was fun listening to him talk. because just But some of these workouts that he's, he does are seriously insane. And I love him for it. And I think he's fantastic. So let's take a look. Just, you know, a few of those little pushy, uppy thingies. And While then, he's suspended. But here's the thing. He goes down, doesn't touch the floor, and then comes back up and then keeps doing them again. I'm like, are you kidding me? Nice. Again, and I can do a few. I can do a few pull-ups, guys. But this, yeah. crazy. Now let's skip ahead. There's another exercise that I saw that I was like, "What is that?" Like you really do make stuff up in your dreams, in your something. And <laughs> and his trainer is amazing. And I wouldn't mind training with this trainer. This thing, the, I okay. I've tried this. I don't re- recall the name of this machine, which is not a machine. It's just literally. Um, I would say a rope hanging with a little hole for your foot, but you can do so many things with it. I fell on uh, my face with it. It's yeah. like the, not PR, it's the... Cal, not calisthenics. Uh, no. It, there, it's well, those are kettlebells. Letters. No, no it's the, like, the rope that his oh, the, feet the, the, are the TRX, yeah. It's like the TRX, yeah. yeah. There you go, thank you, that's what it is. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, he's so crazy. I love it. And to me, I'm like, that is dedication to your character, because really, you could have a stunt double. You could have a body double, but you don't. Canucks fan makes a funny comment. J.K. Simmons would put Stephen Amell to shame. Is that because, you know, he's a Leafs fan? <laughs> oh, no, did you see the picture of J.K. Simmons, like, crazy jacked with his beard? Yeah. Terrifying. Uh, no. Oh, I would... I will send it to you. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Prometheus apparently is the, you know, masked, you know, dark archer that's not Malcolm at oh, the end. that we saw at the so, end. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was uh, not even uh, like, really put the name together. With, with the, the mask. Like yeah. the right, he's like a, like a scarecrow. Yeah. 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 I was trying to figure out if that was a dark archer gone haywire, no. but I guess not. I'm wrong. Um, okay, speaking of the dark archer, this next video actually <laughs> involves John Barrowman. At least I can a little bit. Today. It is so amazing because the premise of this is basically... He's he walks up unexpected to greet Stephen Amell in fabulous high heels, and we know he's just absolutely rainbows and glitters. So let's take a look. Do you know how hard it is to walk all the way from the con in these to here? Mm-hmm. Can I tell you, I did this for you. I have blisters. By the way, sorry, sorry. I have a challenge for you. Yeah. Are you you're sorry for what? For keeping him up until seven in the morning? What happened? I have pictures. <laughs> and oh no, no, don't the, think the, you're gonna the, see the best one. The best one, which him. I didn't even realize it happened. It, hi, honey. Oh, you're saying my sister. You. Oh yeah. Um, the elevator. There's one of you standing in the elevator going like this, and I'm on the floor with my pants off. So every other Friday night. Again. Again. I think I'd be more surprised if you had your pants on, to be honest. Ooh. Oh. All right. They so let's, size. let's let's let's. <laughs> Fast forward to my next cue. So basically what's happening here is John Berman is getting even with Stephen Amell, so he makes him put on some high heels. Mm-hmm. It's the most amazing thing ever in life because Stephen Amell is like, oh, wow, shit, this does hurt. And he looks like a baby giraffe. So hopefully we can get that cued really quick. It'll take a moment to buffer, but when it does, it'll definitely be worth the wait because I was almost crying. Let's take a look. I'm going to wipe out. Man, I need both of you right here right now. Oh, my God. I need God. both of you right here right now. <laughs> 
you want you you want to just walk like you know I love you. What are you doing to me? I love you even. I love you even more right now. Here, so you you want to walk heel to toe, okay? And you got to put a little bit of swagger in it, right? By the way, I've I've spent the, I've spent the equivalent of probably a day waiting for. Uh, girls on our show to change out of flats into heels, and I was always annoyed. <laughs> Just leave your heels on all day. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's good. Like, like a good. baby deer, guys. Like, like a baby torture. deer. <laughs> and this young lady bid money to take a picture with him, and it's all going to charity. I do believe... It's I part have... of Nerd HQ, Zachary Levi, who's Chuck's charity. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Anyways, I thought that was the most amazing thing ever. It was hilarious. So he, he can rock nice. some heels. Yeah. But see, the, what makes what this makes me want now is the scene of Laurel getting Oliver to promise that she won't be the last canary. And he goes, don't worry, Laurel. And then cut to <laughs> slow pan up the body of somebody with the heels, the leather, all the way up to the head, and it's Oliver Queen in the wig and the little domino mask, and he goes out and fights crime and heels be dope. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to say no it. to that. I'm going to say what, no to that. Flashpoint. But I did love yeah. this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Stephen Amell is such an amazing sport because mm-hmm. some dudes would be like, absolutely not. Cute, funny John, no, no, no. But he, he, he had a good attitude about it. And again, they ended up just sporadically deciding to donate money in order to, you know, take a picture with him and Eels. It was great. Cool. Anyways, that's my news. It's, it's just a little fun. Some, some, some. And uh, let's get to some predictions, shall we? <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Crazy music, crazy music, crazy music. I predict that Felicity is a big jerk and that Oliver <laughs> is going to find out that she's dating somebody else and he's going to be absolutely heartbroken. He's going to fight harder on the streets and then Felicity is going to see him do the salmon ladder and be like, what was I thinking? Let's get back together again. Wait, are we positive he doesn't know already? He doesn't know. We... I, in my mind, he doesn't okay, know. Okay. I was going to say, wait, is this like text from the episode that he's not aware? He could know already. This is my mind, not yours. Fair Get enough, out. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Be over here, be over here, be over here. Now give me your prediction. Well, we know we know he's going to get a different band together, and it's almost inevitable that he's going to get parts of the original band back together. We know Diggle's going to come back at some point because he's going to have a sweet new helmet. I'm looking forward to sweet new helmet because, yikes, he needs one. And as far as, so if Prometheus is meant to be the main villain, then presumably at some point we are going to see a reversal. And it's a question of will Tobias Church go quietly and throw in with this new power, or will he just continue to ham it up into into an early grave? He gonna die. Well, probably. He gonna die. That tends to be how this goes. They tend not to step aside voluntarily. Also, sidebar, did he kill Bertinelli? Is that what happened this episode, finally? Well, I mean, the the dad had died already, so I'm guessing this was another member of the Bertinelli family Uncle running Bert it. Nelly. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Bert. something. <laughs> Uncle yeah. Bert. Yeah. Pasta's Birdie B. Maybe the Huntress will come back. <laughs> and there were a lot of people in the chat wanting her back. Uh, all right, guys, yeah. what are your predictions? Um, hmm. I, th- I mean, I think that uh, ultimately it will end up being a, a war between Tobias and Prometheus. Um, but basically like a turf war, um, especially because I feel like, uh, Prometheus is behind all the corruption in the police, uh, which seems fairly new. I feel like that wasn't a big thing in previous seasons, but now it's rampant with, with corrupt police, which is insane. 
Um, so I be- I'm, I'm going to assume that it's going to be like a uh, a battle between all these mobsters and the c- corrupt police. Flashpoint. That's yeah! Why, that's why. That's why. Totally. <laughs> that's you can just blame anything on Flashpoint. Like, you know, Felicity's new boyfriend, who I think will turn out to be a, one of the corrupt cops. I'm glad sure. yeah. you said that, because yeah. I was going to say that, too. And somebody else in the chat, Ivan Soto, said that Tyler Ritter is the anti-Lance. Yeah, I, mm. I think so. And, yeah, like you said, I feel that Prometheus is going to be more of the big bad, and I kind of hope that... It will be like Tobias, at least throughout most of it, since I love Chad L. Coleman. And I'm really interested to see who's behind the mask of Prometheus. And now that we have a name to the character, thanks to the chat. Jay Garrick. Yeah. Oh, Lord, here we uh, go. As long yeah. as, as, long as it's um, Teddy Sears, I'm okay, because I love him. <laughs> well, I gotta say, I really appreciate the fact that you guys are so participatory in tonight's episode. Hopefully, yeah. that will continue on for the rest of of this season. Homework, stay with us. Mm-hmm. And also, don't forget that this episode tonight was sponsored to you by Rush Corridor, so make sure you check out that app, go90.com. You can download it. Fantastic things. So, check that out. But in the meantime, I think it is about that time for us to sign off, so I'm going to turn it to the front so you can see all of us all at the same time. I'm Allie Kona Bradford. Make sure you follow me at Boys and Beauty. Oh, one. I also have another podcast called Hollywood Shit. We talk Mm -hmm. about all the shit that happens in Hollywood. Good, bad, inspiring, all of it. So make sure you look it up. If you don't find it, follow me on Twitter again, and then I will be posting little links, and you can find those. But in the meantime, I suppose you can say goodbye to these guys, too. Oh, do we have to? (laughs) Shucks. I am Lex Michael, all over social media at the Lex Michael. I'm on a bunch of shows here too. Legends of Tomorrow is about to come back, you guys. It's next week. Lucretia and I are both on that. We also do a show called The Comic Book Exchange on Book Circle Online. Check that out if you want to come nerd out about comic books with us. Nice. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I'm also on most of the DC slates, so Supergirl, Flash, and also this. So find me. <laughs> also this. Yes. All right. Well, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Mwah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. I was not done yet. I was not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think your mic was on. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 